Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP vlog and podcast. So we just do this once a week just to kind of wrap up on news that's come out of ZP for this week. So if I dive straight into it, in fact, we did have a webinar this morning um, really regarding um, technical questions that come in during the week. So we do have these kind of, um, it's, it's becoming bi-weekly, bi-weekly webinars where we try to just sort of say, you know, um, people ask questions, we answer the questions, we sort of illustrate the answers with either data or animations and stuff like that so we put a little bit of effort into that just to make sure quite a lot of effort actually um just to make sure that you know the kind of points are clearly understood so we did do a webinar this morning um and we're going to be doing another webinar um which i'll announce uh, shortly something else that's been going on a lot of recent for a zp as well is um we do have a very nice hardware platform um for producing an mvp and an mvp for us here is sort of minimally viable prototype I don't want to th people to think that ZP would therefore end at the prototype stage. Actually, we want to really get people to market. So it really goes on to do. Um, it's also something that we can manufacture. Um, so, you know, ZP, the whole idea is that, you know, people can get to market on the kind of technologies that we um, develop. But we did put together um, a piece of hardware, well, not put together. We have a piece of hardware for those particularly useful to those wanting to do what's IVD, in vitro diagnostics and development. So this piece of hardware, we call it Sensi All. So some of the features are, it's no more slots. There's nothing worse than, I think, people are making these kind of um, medical diagnostic type products where you've got kind of a sensor and you've got a piece of hardware and they're kind of following the classic glucose strip where you kind of, or glucose sensor, where you have to kind of slot this thing into a, um, into a slot and it's not super easy. So anyway, no more slots for us. It just um, clamps on top. Um, it allows us to kind of have these elegant cartridges that are sort of easily handled by the um, users. These um, devices can end up in all sorts of settings. Um, they can end up, you know, in hospitals and clinical settings. So they're actually quite cleanable. There's also a very kind of user um, guided experience using um, things like um, LED lighting, which kind of changes color coding. Um, it can be white, it can be blue, it can be green, it can be flashing green. It could be yellow. So it sort of ends up guiding the user experience. I just want to say that we also have um, an app that's both available on the um, Android store and on the Apple um, app store. And that app will end up driving this um, platform called Sensi All. The nice thing about it as well is all cloud enabled. That's really important because um, if data is being gathered on the device, then the, then the data ends up in the cloud and it really kind of helps with development and also sort of quality management, making sure that everything's working okay. The nice thing about this model as well is ZP can also do what's called drop shipping. So essentially we can just uh, manufacture and drop it around the world to your clients in the end. It is priced competitively for the OEM market. So if people are able to buy 10,000 units and within business terms, that's not um, that hard. Um, it's 60 euros each and it's compatible with microfluidic cartridges. So that really helps with that kind of user experience. So we have been talking about this, this sort of Sensi All platform um, this week as well. Um, something that's starting to kick in for this year as well is that we do have a wearables um, biosensor conference or um, workshop, I should say, on the um, in March. It's a two day uh, um, on the, I think it's the 4th and 5th of March. So we do have people um, starting to sign up for that um, as well. And I realize I need to talk about that a little bit more often because it's a little bit off people's radar um, at the moment. We also, I mean, we do support our um, Generation 4 FoodSense um, product really through 
um, weekly webinars. So we did do a weekly webinar this week where we answer technical questions. I mean, we're starting to answer a lot of questions around, um, and I'll come to this in a minute, around the statistics of food um, or testing in general, but specifically in food testing. A little video that we put out there this week, which was kind of nicely received, was actually about um, the electrochemistry of capsaicin testing. Now, it sounds a little bit unusual, but the reason we sort of did it was because you have users um, and when somebody's a user of one of your technologies, in particular our technology, they'll get a result on their phone. It's a Scoville heat unit. Now, what, because, we're, because it's not purely business to consumer, and what I mean by that is a consumer, you know, you can't necessarily expect, you know, a person in their home to be interested in the raw signal. But because we are dealing with food scientists, the word scientist there means that they sometimes want to see the raw data. But in order to understand the raw data, you also have to be able to um, understand where the signal is actually coming from. So we did do quite a detailed video about this um, on, um, on our YouTube channel as well. So the sort of science of um, capsaicin measurement. I did say that we did do a webinar this morning around um, answering technical questions. That's so today's the 14th. We are doing another one on the 18th. So if you do, if you sort of follow ZP in some way and you want to ask a technical question, then do know there's a webinar on the 18th. As I say, we did do a video this week about the statistics of um, food sense testing. Uh, and in that we answered, you know, the simplest thing is averaging. Everyone knows how to average. So, you know, I didn't mean to spend too much time on that. But we did talk about um, standard deviation. So for me, in you know, in the world of science and testing, standard deviation is you know quite a common thing to determine, if I can put it that way. But to be fair, you know, in other fields, you know, if you're potentially a graphic designer or you're just an entrepreneur or you're a financial guy, you don't person rather, you don't really know necessarily about standard deviation. So we did have to actually talk about that because food sense ends up in all sorts of people's hands um, so we have to talk about the kind of heterogeneity of samples can you really expect to take a heterogeneous product like a chili test it five times get the five same five results no you cannot expect it it's not homogenous it's heterogeneous so if you get if you've got a heterogeneous sample how can you answer the question how, how hot it is well you actually have to use statistics is the is the true answer to this um, so we did um, we talked about averaging standard deviation relative standard deviation, which I quite like because it kind of normalizes um, the result. What I mean by that is you can sort of say to somebody, oh yeah, that's hotless is um, 76,000 Scoville heat units. And then you can say, and my uncertainty is 18%. Oh, they go 18%, okay. Well, you know, not too bad. They'd love to hear 5%, but it's inherent in the sample that it, they're not gonna get um, because their sample is heterogeneous. So we covered that. We also discussed um, outlier rejection. What I mean by the outlier rejection is sometimes you can be testing something and you just get a, a rogue result. I mean, if I could use the analogy of rogue wave, you know, you're standing on the beach one day and all the waves are coming in. One day a massive wave comes in and sort of sweeps you off. Well, it's ridiculous that it happens, but it does happen. So sometimes you can get a rogue result. But how can you tell that it's rogue? It's not, it is truly a rogue. And then you can use um, outlier rejection criteria. And we did discuss that um, in the um, video as well. Um, and I think it was quite well received, so I was quite happy with that. Just something as well, a bit special thanks to the ZP engineers. Um, they put together a really nice back-to-back -back video today or in parallel where they tested chili and ginger in parallel on the same instrument and really demonstrated the utility of food sense generation for that. The fact is, 
one instrument actually could do chili and ginger no problems and you know really delighted that the guys put that together so they did this video of chili and ginger so i'll wrap it up with that and just say that this week it has been quite things that are happening at zp is you know we've kind of have this technology sense it all sense it all is you're an entrepreneur or you're a business and you want to develop new services and technologies sense it all platform is a really fast way of doing it we're demonstrating that as a proof because actually what we're doing is um, also doing, um, we're using the same technology then in our food sense generation four product. So we're sort of de demonstrating the, the claim that actually sense it all is the ideal platform for getting to market. Because in fact, we take it to market using our food sense um, generation four. As always, look, if you've got any questions of ZP, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We do this vlog and podcast once a week, just to really sort of, summarize and wrap up things um and just keep people abreast of what we're up to any questions as always please don't hesitate to reach out to us okay thanks very much